listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 205. This episode is with Shelly Eddington. She was previously on the podcast on episode 172. Um, she's a five times CrossFit Games athlete and she's qualifying and going again this year. So we're catching up with her and um, she's just an amazing person and just so fun to talk to. Yeah, we love having Shelly on. She just brings such a unique perspective, I think, as a, a master's CrossFit athlete. Um, not only, you know, coming from the background of not really being involved with fitness throughout the kind of um, middle of her life, but um, then, you know, being able to be a, a super successful professional athlete into her 40s and 50s. Um, we just love the the perspective she brings and are really excited for you guys to hear this episode. Yeah, I, cr- I stand corrected. It's She's four times, but she will be five times this year. So she was the 2006, yeah, she was two, 2016 CrossFit Masters Games champ and uh, she does MasterFit coaching. Um, she just does a lot of really cool things and uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Here we go with Shelly Eddington. <laughs> Okay, we sound really good. So we're just going to jump right in. Oh, good. So tell us what you've been up to, Miss Shelley. Well, I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, they're going to think I'm so boring because, you know, <laughs> I'm like January through, you know, the games are usually just training and eating and Does it go by fast, though? Because and- that's what I was wondering. Like, I was thinking about the calendar year for CrossFit athletes, um, competitive CrossFit athletes, and how... You know, does it, is there like seasons or like, how does it start to feel after so many years of competing? Cause this is, this will be your fifth time. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely have, um, a season, I guess it's, um, generally after the games, uh, for that month of August, the rest of it, I get to play exercise and then September's kind of like a little bit of play exercise, kind of thinking seriously about it. And then October's like, okay, really seriously thinking about it. And then November is like, okay, you got to kind of get serious now. And December is like, okay, you really got to start ramping it up. <laughs> and then, you know, and then January we've got the open. So, um, yeah, it's a real, it's a very long season, I think, January through yeah. now, like the first week in August. It's like, gosh, that's, you know, eight months, uh, close to eight months and um, definitely seven. And, um, yeah, and it just, you know, we've learned to make it a steady climb, um, the great thing about it is you don't have to be 100% to qualify. Um, you just have to make sure that, you know, you know where you need to be and um, how to get there with the engine that you have and the strength that you have. And then, you know, continue to increase upon those strengths and also build your weaknesses up as you head into the game so that you're at your peak when you get there. Now, so. I have a weird question, too, because I've always wondered this about... <laughs> competitive CrossFit athletes is like, do you let social media dictate anything around your training when you see what other athletes are doing? No, I don't. Good. And I mean, we used to, you know, joke and um, do things like really silly stuff, like have me pretending like I'm pulling two sleds with a ton of weights on it. We throw kettlebells <laughs> on top of it. Like scaring the competition. Ball. Yeah. And we just, you know, and I'd be like drinking a Fit Aid at the same time, you know, something crazy like that. Like, oh, this training's intense, you know. Just Look because, what Shelly's doing. She's yeah. underwater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How is she holding yeah. her breath for 10 minutes? Underwater wall balls. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, so just silly stuff to to throw people off or just to, just to make fun of it because I think there are yeah. some people that maybe don't have programming and um, don't have an amazing coach like I do who, you know, looks at everything coming up and looks at my stats and knows where I need to 
you know, where it needs to be tweaked and whatnot. Um, but I, I try not to, um, you know, I've, I've done that before where I've like watched uh, my competitors and I'm like, wow, she's really good and she's really strong. And my daughter's like, yeah, you're really good and you're really strong too. Just stop, you know, just it's not helping. And my coach is like, you're not really competing against them. I mean, you are, but you're not, it's not like wrestling or, you know, something where I'm going to take them down or right. anything. It's like, I just have to be my best when I go out, go out there and see how good I can be. Right. You don't and have to like know so your opponent's weakness in the rink or something. No, no. And it's better off not to even think about that because it doesn't matter. You have got to be your best. And um, I never really thought that's about all that, that matters. I never really thought about yeah. that because is that truly, I guess I, I, I'm just try- having a hard time thinking about like not considering your opponents, I guess. Of like yeah, where they I, are um, or comparing or getting like, caught in that trap. I did that like in 2013 because um, there was a really great athlete that was in my age group. And I'm like, I'm never going to beat her. I'm never going to win. Blah, blah, blah. And my coach is like, why are you even worried about her? He's like, you, it's not like, you know, you're competing against her in a way that's uh, like brawling right, or any kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different kind of strategy. It's like you have to, you know, even though, you know, you won last year or, you know, I guess this is a conversation that was recent. He said, you have to pretend that you're number two. And he said, and I want you to remember. And that's what I did last year when I was gearing up for this. I remember what it felt like to be 19th and fifth place. So that's what I'm competing against. I don't like that feeling. I dig deep into that pain that I felt then. And I didn't like how it felt not being on the podium. And so I use that a lot as motivation um, for myself. I don't think about anybody else and because I mean a lot can happen in the master's realm with people and you can like I was fixated on that one athlete and she's never came back hmm. after 2013 she just like was like I'm done and I'm like oh cool oh, just kidding you know and then I was worried about another athlete and she it didn't even compete this year so uh, I'm like oh okay well cool yeah, who <laughs> was it better for me somebody at regionals I don't think this past weekend of the week before now I can't remember who it was but who didn't make it last year um to the games and she posted a picture of, and she made it this year and she posted a picture of her training journal and it said um no like nothing in your training will ever hurt as bad as not making it to the games in 2016 Ooh, it was Danny isn't Danny Horan is that who it was yeah is that and her? that was like Danny yeah and I read that and I thought that's exactly right. That is exactly yeah. how, you know, I, I use my training as a, as, or, you know, my failures or what I deem as a failure. Um, you know, uh, a lot of people would say, oh, right. Fifth place in the CrossFit Games oh, is not a failure. Fifth in the world, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know, but, you know, from being on the podium the one year and getting third place at the top of my age group and then going at the bottom of my age group and not making it on the podium when I fully anticipated being there was such a humbling um, experience that I was like, I got to go back. I mean, because I was all there, like physically, but mentally, I had some things to work on. And we discussed that in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just getting all those ducks in a row and uh, being able to move forward with that really helped a lot in coming up into 2016. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I still I, I find them to be heavily motivating, especially when I need to get on that assault bike. You know, <laughs> I'm like, <"Ooh." laughs> I don't want to do it. But then that- I remember... If I, yeah, it makes a huge difference. Is you that know, your, your least podium, favorite thing? Like, All right. The assault bike your oh, least favorite? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my husband bought me one for Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, sweetie. You shouldn't <laughs> have. Like, Happy Valentine's. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to deem you the succubus. That's what I call my bike. 
And you're like, Sucks Great, the thanks. life out of me. Oh, that's so funny. Oh and one gosh. time I had like no motivation. So I turned on Instagram live and I'm like, okay. Oh my gosh, I, I saw that. Watch this, but oh, you did? Yeah, it did. <laughs> like, I'm just going to put this on for 20 some minutes because I just, I can't do it unless I have someone to hold me accountable because I will so just funny. like quit. And I was like, I'm not going to quit. That is I actually a brilliant I just, idea. Like, take my hands off the. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like probably do that pretty often. I was afraid that it might show people too much of my training. And my coach is like, Shelly, people are not going to get on. They're not gonna do it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you can go ahead and you can show it because most people are not gonna get on the assault bike every day for 24 minutes. They're not gonna do it. It's like you know they'd, they'd rather watch you do it. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, nobody's gonna you be know? like, oh, this is the secret. We, yeah. Hey, you know, it is though. It, I did not do it in 2015. I didn't do it consistently. And it made a huge difference, I think, in my mental training because it's, it's hard to get up at like five o'clock oh. in the morning and get on that thing. It's, you know, I can think yeah. of a million other things I'd rather do. <laughs> like yeah, sleep. Like sleep. <laughs> like not get up at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? You know, but it's like, I think I have in my phone, it says 19th and fifth place, get your ass on that bike. At five o'clock in the morning so i'm like awesome. okay out of bed put on and, my shoes and i know there's a lot of factors that probably go into going from 19th place to jumping to winning your age division is like is there something that you can think about that really contributed to you bumping up as well as you did oh yeah it was um like changing changing my training um times like I in 2013 I was still teaching coaching a lot of um tumbling for kids yeah I remember that I would coach yeah. yeah gymnastics in the morning and gymnastics in the evening um Monday through Friday and I would try to get my training session in between like 12 to 3 and it was just too much um and then I was paleo which was really a bad idea and um because I just didn't have the energy reserves uh to maintain that and I you know, once I got back from the games, my doctor had said that I was very, very close to like possible adrenal fatigue. And I'm like, oh, geez, because you don't want that to happen. I mean, that's yeah. really, really bad. Yeah. Um, so um, we came back to the table, reevaluated my career path and was able to switch it up so that I wasn't coaching gymnastics as often um, since my goal was to go to the CrossFit Games and win or do better, you know, the 19th, <laughs> and uh, changed the diet, added carbs, and um, just kind of started experimenting with what I could eat that would help, and mainly it was carbs. Um, started working in 2015 with RP Strength, because what happened in 2014, I was at a great weight, 130, um, but then I continued to eat the carbs <laughs> and did not back off the carbs when I wasn't when I was like, playing exercise. <laughs> and I gained like 10 pounds. I was 10 pounds heavier in 2015 as well, which I think made a big difference. So just a few things had to be dialed in. And it's just, it's a journey because you think you look at it, and you're like, well, yes, stupid. You, you should know better than that. You can't just eat whatever you want, even though you're training, you know, I wasn't training as hard as I was obviously in September, October, November, those are the, you know, you just have to have it dialed in like all the time. And I learned right. that through RP and, and it was, it's very simple, but I, you know, didn't, but we like, to, we like to ignore it. that and just eat all the things because it's delicious. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes. And I had, I had found perfect bars that year and that was really bad because oh. <laughs> I was like, 
Oh, they're so good. I haven't had one in a long time, though. Oh, yeah. That's how my coach and I discovered. We're like, what are we eating that's making us fat? Oh, like, oh these perfect yeah, bars that have like bars. 20 grams of they're fat. They're so good. They're though. so good. <laughs> I know. And, and I've met people and they're like, yeah, you eat a whole bar. And I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> what? How can you not eat a whole how bar? How do you stop like, yourself? How do you stop it? Like, one, I know they're I like, I just like, eat like half. And I'm they like, are, really? It just goes so good with a cup of coffee. It's just. Yeah. Mm. I don't like those people that can only eat a half a perfect bar. I don't want those people in my life. Oh, yeah, yeah. so annoying. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. I just want a bite. I just want a bite of a perfect bar. I'm like, get out of my face. I want the whole thing. Um, so I also want to ask too about like recovering. And I just have noticed over the past few years, especially as people are competing multiple years because CrossFit is getting to that point um, and we're seeing athletes break down and I don't know more injuries happening and so I I just kind of wonder if you talk about that and incorporate recovery more and just are more mindful because I just I feel like over the years like how has CrossFit really affected your body and because you beat it up so much you know First off, um, I changed my training block from 12 to 3 to like, I do like 9 to 10.30 and then we'll come back in the afternoon and I do, like I said, an early morning session at home and anything I can do at the house, I try to do, you know, at my home gym and uh, my home gym is basically in my living room so I need to get a little bit more. I've got everything for the garage gym. I just have to like clean out the garage but that's like another (laughs) workout. I'm like, like, can somebody come do this for me, please? That's going to cause more problems than it's going to solve. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just like, I need to do it. And so dividing up my training time has helped dramatically. Um, And then taking like, you know, refueling and recovery in between that, remembering to eat, you know, especially when um, that's one thing that RPs really helped me with is like knowing when to eat before I work out and after I work out. Just I never really thought about that stuff until um, I started working with them. And then that really aids in recovery because, you know, when you're going from working out in the morning you obviously have to eat something before you come back in the afternoon and, you know, you rest a little bit in between, grab a nap. So that's helped a lot. Naps are great recovery. Naps are wonderful. My sport. Yes. My sport psychologist is like, Oh yeah, absolutely. You got a nap. You got definitely um, lay down for like an hour or two. And uh, if you can meditate and actually fall asleep, you know, that's, that's even better. Um, So I'm like, sweet. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. I want a coach to tell me I have to nap for two hours a day. Seriously, (laughs) My toddler barely naps for two hours a day. (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah. It's um, yeah. You're in a totally different, slightly different life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting up at 6 a.m. Regardless of what time I go to bed. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no yes anytime your toddler takes a nap you just lay down yeah just, problem uh, solved. he does yeah it's tough <laughs> it's so tough when they when they stop taking their naps it's like ooh, because oh. they're little monsters at like six o'clock ooh. yeah i won't even teach toddlers like are my cutoff for teaching toddlers is six o'clock i'm like we've you know that we gotta get all the toddler smart. classes in before them because they are just not happy campers right. at that point they're no longer human oh just a No, and then like when the time change haps, happens, oh. it, to- it totally throws them all Daylight off. Daylight savings like, is just hell for parents. Like why? It is. It's terrible. It throws off their diet. It yes. throws off their, but anyway, Everything digressing. Is the worst. Um, <laughs> but yeah, recovery. <laughs> um, food helps with recovery. And then um, I use like, I drink um, branch chain amino acids in my water. Um, 100% MR, which is 100% muscle recovery, uh, is what I use. And then I also drink a, a product called Hydrus, and it allows your body to hydrate faster, which helps in recovery. 
so those are the two things that I guess I've discovered over the past couple of years that have been like if I don't do them, it's like oh, I don't need this, I don't want to do this, I regret it. Yeah. Like why didn't I do my hydras and my my <laughs> MR? Um, or <laughs> but you're, I, like, you're, I didn't do it today and I'm going to regret it because I'm traveling and I yeah. got to the gym and I was just, you know, wanting to get the workout in and I saw it in my gym back afterward. I'm like, well, I guess I could drink it tonight. It might help. I don't know. But then I don't want to drink all that before I go to bed. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'll be up peeing all night. So, <laughs> nope. And you need your sleep. Yeah. I feel like you're at this point I, where, I, you know, so it's, yeah, you're like a well-oiled <laughs> machine. Yeah. And it just, you know. That's why I was so shocked in 2015 that I I hit over eight. I'm like, you should know better, you know. This should, so I'm I'm really always trying to make sure I don't let things fall through the cracks because it can happen so easily. And then um, another thing that really helps with recovery is, and I tell people this: are like, if you could tell me three things to do, you know, have a great coach, have a great chiropractor, and a great massage therapist. Those three <laughs> things have kept me going, really. Really, really. Um, So going into the competitive season this year, thinking all the way back to the Open, was there has there been anything that surprised you about the Open or about the online qualifier that you either just thought like, wow, I really wasn't ready for that, or like, wow, I'm so glad I trained that, or was there anything that kind of dumbbells? Yeah, well, there you go, (laughs) dumbbells. Were you excited by the dumbbells, or did you wish you had them? Yeah, I was because I was like. Finally, because our coach one year, I think it was like a 2012 or 11, one of the years we we used to have this thing called the Fit Club Games and it was cheaper for him to buy a bunch of dumbbells than to buy a bunch of barbells because it was always held outside and then, you know, drag weights because you got plates and clips and so he just bought a ton of dumbbells. Oh my gosh. And we use those dumbbells all the time. Dumbbell cleans, dumbbell deadlift burpee things, over the head things. So, you know, everybody's moaning and groaning about dumbbells and I'm like, yes. Um, but it was still horrible. <laughs> that was that dumbbell workout with the lunges. Yeah. That was, gives me nightmares. That was bad. I was like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> uh, it was horrible. That was a rough one. That was rough. And I'm trying to think the burpee over the box. With this, you know, yeah, the dumbbell snatches. That was snatches. really bad. I, I killed myself. Oh. Yeah, I kind of killed myself on the on the jumps a couple of times, and I even had on like um the sleeves to protect your knees, and I still had like blood and horrible injuries to my shins. From oh my Mitch was like, I can't even believe you can walk. So yeah, because <laughs> I had did like a full like body slam, because <laughs> like, I went to jump and I I don't know what I did. I caught my toe on the edge and did like a you know because you don't have to like really land on it you can kind of like right, land in this kind of the box kind of duck walk across yeah it's you know and I kind of tried one of those which was a really bad idea at that point in the game and just kind of laid there he said I think you laid there for like a full minute because he's like yelling at me to get back up because yeah. like, you're ahead <laughs> like, of time you're ahead I'm of time. clearly injured I, was, me I actually quit on that yeah I knew I wasn't going to beat my first time um, when I got to the last set of snatches and I think I got to like 47 and I'm like no yeah I'm and done. he just lost it he was like you never ever quit a workout and then I had did the deadlift one again and um with the handstand push-ups I hate that yeah. workout and uh I got through like 33 deadlifts and walked away from the bar and he just was like go, go take 15 minutes and come back he said and you're doing this again because I always have to do them again on Monday and I think that's the hardest part it's yes. like having you to know how the much pain. it's gonna hurt oh my <laughs> but gosh it's a mental yes and they and they want you to do better and then you're like halfway through it and you're like I'm not doing this for nothing you know what I mean I'm gonna yeah 
I'm going to do better. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm waste, I'm not wasting my time, but I'm going through all this pain. I am going to. So it's, it works in a way that, you know, makes me mentally tougher. Um, but the, the opens always like such a drama. <laughs> yes. People, oh, yes. The, the open makes people crazy. Yeah. I try not to be, but I am. It so does. You, you it really do does. the workouts I, twice? I think we discussed this last time. Yeah. You do do the workouts mm-hmm. twice? I do them on Friday and on Monday. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And that's yep. just because you've always done it that way. Ever since like 2012, I think. Um, 2011, I didn't know what I was doing. But um, <laughs> yeah, we always do them twice. And it's in a, I think, you know, I always try to go really hard the first time because I know the second time is going to be even harder because the, I'm going to be aware of the pain level. Um, you don't sandbag your first but, attempt. You know, um, yeah, I don't. No way. And I hear people do that all the time. They're like, yeah, I'm just, I just did like three rounds out of the seven. I'm like, why? Like, why would you just you still have to go pretend back? Yeah. like it's an experiment or something? Like you're going to be, yeah, you're going to go back on Monday and you're going to be like, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do this. I, I don't, I don't do dry runs. I just like go hard, you know, cause I'm not going to be any, you know, better on Monday, you know, and, I, and there's going to be less time to mess up on Monday. So yeah. let's, you know, get all, and I normally come back with a better mindset on Monday. I have a better plan, but it doesn't always go as planned because <laughs> I still have to train on Saturday, you know, and that, that's a full day of training. And, um, so he tries to on Saturday, make sure that it's nothing that's going to impact me on Monday since he already knows what I have to do. Um, the yeah. training for the open can be kind of dicey because you don't know until Thursday what you're going to be doing over the weekend. And so he tries, you know, it gets easier and easier as the, um, the open right. goes on because he can tick more things off his list. Um, right. But, but he doesn't I want to program for him, like... The programming part can be a bit. Yeah. Handstand pushups. And then boom, we see handstand pushups come up, you know, and I've just done them on like a seven inch deficit or something We're like, oh, no, you know, so. Oh, no. He's, um, <laughs> Really, yeah, oh no, it's not going to be good. Because, <laughs> you know, the handstand push-ups, those are, you know, once you push yourself to the point where you've gone to almost total fatigue or fatigue, in my age group or my experience, they don't come back yeah. real quickly. No. Um, you know, uh, so, right. So, you know, coming up on Monday, I, I have to, you know, when I'm doing it again, I, I know that's going to be the point where, you know, that's really what's going to matter, like on that deadlift um you know, the deadlift handstand push-up one. Did we have a row in that? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. It, wasn't that it's the, the chipper? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, a 50-calorie chi- yeah. row. Yeah, 50-calorie yes. row, 50 deadlifts, 50 wobbles, 50 handstand push-ups, right? Yeah. Was there something yeah. else in there? Yes, yep. and it had wobbles in it, yes. too. Oof. How could yeah. we forget the wobbles? I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and the thing that I'm really good at is, like, right at the end. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> 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 you know, it's like going through all this fire and brimstone just to get there. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, I'm getting totally fatigued, like at 30 handstand push-ups. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, it's just, yeah. So how do you feel about the games moving? Oh, I'm excited. I've already been to Madison and oh, cool. visited the um, the Coliseum, um, kind of did a drive-by because I knew that that would help me with my some sort of anxiety that I have about, like, locations, apparently. And um, went there, walked around, grabbed a bite to eat, um, had a great weekend in Chicago because we just drove up and... Uh, my daughter lives in Chicago, so we went out, flew there, and then rented a car and uh, drove up. And my husband's like, "Do we really need to do this?" And it's funny because in the video, because I, I videotaped us going up to the Coliseum, because so I could use it in my imagery. <laughs> in my, oh, nice! In my training, and um, he's like, 
but there's a guard station there. They're closed. And I'm like, Chris, can you just drive up to the guard station? Because, you know, there might not be anybody in it and we can get out and drive around. And he's like, okay, well, if they tell me to stop, I'm like, then I'll get out and I'll walk around. Come on, be brave. Yeah. And so Wait, this isn't like the FBI. We're not trying to get into the Pentagon here. It's like the... <laughs> there's like nobody. I yeah, mean, it's the Alliant like Energy crickets. Center. <laughs> my, yeah. my husband's little sister graduated from high school there. Like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just was like, oh my gosh, this is not scary at all. This is like where I competed in gymnastics when I was a kid, exactly. you know, for like states. It's, you know, it's an older building and, yeah. um, you know, I, I was not scared of it at all. It was not yeah. intimidating. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I was shocked when, when they, so my husband's from Madison. I was really shocked when they announced that because literally that's where my husband's little sister, like we went to her high school graduation there. And I was like, really? There? Like that's where the, I mean, it's. I'm very, very, very curious to see how they do it, but it is very much like it's the type of place where you would go for like a gymnastics meet or, you know, just your general yeah, run of the it mill is event center. And the fact that they've added like an entire age group to the masters, which mm -hmm. is awesome, but you know, they're going to have us all go August 3rd through August 6th, which is Thursday through Sunday, which usually the masters go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So now, so you're all coach, in the mix. His eyes were like bugging out of his head. He was like losing it. I'm like, you go over there because <laughs> I can't deal with your problems that you're having now trying to wrap your brain around everything that's going to be changing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> he's like, it's going to be four days. And, you know, and he's, are we all, are y'all going to be doing things together? Um, are we all, are they going to, you know, are you going to be, I'm like, I don't know, Mitch. I sent you the email. It's like two, <laughs> like, two sentences. You I'm have like, the exact same information as I have and you're freaking me out I right know. now. Yeah, I know. I was like, he's like, well, I just want to let you know that Thursday's probably going to be long and shitty. And I'm like, okay, got it. You can <laughs> go over there now and start your plotting. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm pretty sure but, that's yeah. my plan for every day of the CrossFit Games that it's going to be long yeah, and shitty. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. How is that different from what it was going to be? <laughs> exactly. You are exactly right. So that's the plan <laughs> I, for every day. Do you feel like, do you have any like guesses or do you even let yourself go there as to guess like what new elements they might incorporate? Well, it's kind of fun because like they usually, um, the regionals usually kind of tells a little bit about what you may see for the masters and teens because it's ran very similar um, because, uh, you know, it's ran in heats and mm -hmm. they're one right after the other. And the fact that we have, you know, five or six age groups in the masters and then two in the teens, that's a lot of heats. That's a lot of people. And then a, looks like a smaller facility. Um, but for us, it's probably about the same size. Um, you know, uh, I, I think it'll be t similar to regionals. I'm hoping that we see barbells because I really enjoy using barbells. I think that was the big surprise with regionals this year was yeah, no that barbells. Yeah, that was so weird. But again, it was exciting. I, I went um, to central uh, regionals and yeah. uh, it was engaging and fun and hard because I did all the workouts at my gym and they were horrible. <laughs> like, ooh, you know, like the muscle up overhead squat you know one arm that was I thought that the squats was going to be the worst part but it was actually the muscle ups because they just there were so many there's 45 and I, I got through like 33 and my coach is like that's pretty good for you because because that is a lot of muscle ups <laughs> yeah I said I've never done that's the most I've ever done in a workout right you know because with the masters we kind of tread on that line of yeah you know working smarter not harder and um, but CrossFit is definitely pushing us to be like 
I mean, I've got a younger coach that works with me as well. And he's like, you need to get up on those rings. And he said, you need to do nine muscle ups. He said, you need to do as many as you possibly can in a row. And he said, and don't hold back. He said, we need to know. He said, you can't just yeah. say, oh, well, five is, five is good enough. It was, but it's not going to be anymore. And so it's kind of cool. It is cool because the sport just continues to evolve and grow and change and become more difficult in some areas. And then they can throw in, you know, cool pieces of equipment and different things. And um, and that's the unknown that, that makes it so exciting. You Have know? you guys had the ocean element in the past or was that just the... Just the youngins, just, just the, the young individuals, just the youngins. Yep, the individuals. Um, you know, and I know there's two wonderful lakes, like right by um, yeah. the uh, Coliseum. So I don't know if they're going to have us do anything like that. Have um, a robot. So I need to. I, I think I really, really, <laughs> I really, really think swim. that they are going to have actual like rowing, not like a rowboat, like row, row, row your boat, but an actual like crew boat. Yeah, Shane Farmer is dying for it. I. Literally every time Dave Castro goes to Madison, he Instagrams a picture or a, a video or something on in his Instagram stories of, the crew of team. yeah of like the crew team out on the water rowing their boat. Well, definitely I, if you're on team, you should be doing that. Do they have like individual rowboats? Yeah, they do for sculling. About they do. They oh, have okay. individuals. And okay. like, so Brandon <laughs> thinks having grown up at Madison, they used to do this thing called the paddle and portage, where you would paddle right. a canoe across one of the lakes, portage it up and over the isthmus that the Mad- you know, that Madison is on, and then canoe across the other lake. Okay. So there's, I think, I'm very curious. Because my coach is incorporating paddle boarding, like we're having it, you know, just like for fun at the yeah. gym, and I'm beginning to wonder if, if I should be doing that, and then you're, you say it's called sculling? Yeah, S-C-U-L-L-I-N-G. Because we've got a lot of rowing, you know, teams in the Ohio area. I might just, you know, mention that to Mitch. Maybe See it's something I should boat. You know, try to do if I can. Yeah, got to get a leg up, Shelley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it can only help with rowing, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just the same exact thing as <laughs> yeah. rowing, except that you're in a tiny boat that will tip you over. That's the thing is that it's going to end yeah. up just being and a water swimming. All around. Yeah, exactly. If you lose your balance, they are very hard to keep balance. I mean, if anything, you're just going to oh, build, build, build those abs even more. <laughs> she's gonna have like a 34 pack <laughs> all, oh, all that <laughs> oh my goodness oh yeah more things see it's the unknown that keeps it exciting i don't know if they i i don't know whether they do that to us but uh i don't know i I'm, think they might i don't know i'm one of those people who like also really reads into like dave castro's open announcement tips or open announcement you know um hints where it's like just mm-hmm. some random picture, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what could this mean? So like every time he posts a, po- a thing of anything in Madison, I'm like, this is a clue. He's telling us something. <laughs> yes, you have to like you know text me, Shelley. Did you see this? Because I don't watch him anymore because I was just like you know losing my marbles. So I thought, you know, like, <laughs> one time, one time, focus on the process. And one time on he did an process. Instagram live while they were at the Alliance Energy Center, and I wrote a comment, and I was like, what about um what about open water rowing? And he was like, I don't know. That's a good question. Oh my god! I didn't know that. Yes. Just wow. I have the. Oh, I me, me and me and TDC are on the same wavelength. Oh my gosh! <sighs> That's terrifying. If only okay. <laughs> one more thing to add to the list of programming. <laughs> rowing, actual Don't rowing. Her. I know. <sighs> on the boat. Just take that back to your coach. He'll take. He'll. He'll walk you through yep. it. You'll do the mindset training. Yeah, will yep. be good. <laughs> Problem yeah. solved. Just get in your bathtub and just. <laughs> you good to go. So talk about MasterFit and how that's going and what you've learned since you started that program. Well, you know, it's it's going great. Um, We are able to be very, um, it's it's not something pressing that we 
have to do. So as, as people, I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way at all, um, but we're not pushing it. Um, it's just kind of like, you know, people are interest, interested in it, then they message me. Um, I let them know what it's all about and, you know, they let, let us know if they want to uh, pursue it or not. Um, it takes time. Uh, we've discovered um, masters are definitely special snowflakes, and um, <laughs> many <laughs> many of them need special programming um, because of injuries or um, vacation or um, you know something happens in their life and they've got to travel for work or you know and it requires more time from my coach to do the programming. So um, you know it's something that it's a little bit more pricey because you get that that customization you know to a degree um yeah I think that's that's a good point about masters that I hadn't really I mean not that I hadn't thought about it but I think that like one thing that's very unique and very cool about the masters division is that for the most part you know most masters athletes are still working full-time they still have family like they're not the you know 22 year olds just out of college who have or have taken a year off from college or whatever just to train like you guys also have lives Exactly. Lives and families and right. activities. And, um, you know, he, my coach gets grumpy with me cause I came down to, uh, you know, Nashville and then I went on down to Alabama to, um, visit my mom and bring her back to Ohio. And, you know, you have a life and, you know, I'm still working, um, with Tumblr kids and I still, um, work with, um, cover my meds. I think that might be something yeah, I think I was doing that when I um, spoke with you guys last time, uh, where I'm the fitness advocate and um, I do their programming and I help people in their lifestyle choices and things like that, and um, do some uh, group fitness classes as well. But you know, you have to get to know. You can't just throw the the work up there. Um, for some people, you can and it's fine. But a lot of people uh, can't do certain things. So we have a Facebook page where we try to um, interact. Uh, often and, and um, as needed, you know, when people need help. And then if, you know, they're going away somewhere and they're not going to be near a CrossFit gym, how can Mitch, you know, how many weeks of programming are they going to need, you know, altered and modified to do that? Um, or they hurt something, um, you know, how long is that going to take and how many weeks of uh, modifications are they going to need and things like that. So it's definitely um, not a one-size-fits-all um, at times. Uh so we've just incorporated that into our cost so that Mitch, you know, doesn't have to worry about charging them extra, you know, if it yeah. happens to be that he has to do customize, you know, some customized programming for them. Um, but it's definitely uh, been uh, very educational and um, just getting to know people and helping them to be better. Um, we had one uh, young lady, uh, not young lady, but uh woman who uh, is an age group ahead of me who did the best she's ever done. Uh, she actually qualified um, during the open, but then during the qualifier uh, did not make the cut. She missed it by just a few spots. So that was kind of heartbreaking. Um, but uh, that's great. You know. Yeah, that was great. That was, that was awesome to, you know, see that. Yes, not only, you know, not the program didn't just work for me, but it works for others as well. Um, but uh, we did have some people who started it who uh, were not ready for the intensity or um, the, you know, the, commitment. the level and right, you know, and they got hurt a little bit. But all in all, it's been a, a very positive experience. And the people that we worked with have, have done really great and seen great gains. Um, so, yeah. Cool. And I've kind of backed off of it the past, you know, ever since probably the open because I just don't have time to 
you know, I feel like I can't give people the time they need. And I know my coach is extremely busy as well. He's obviously programming for our current athletes, but in the way of like really pushing it, we've not been, um, you know, advertising it or promoting it as much. That, that probably happened again once the games are over and um, we start, you know, building our clientele and that. But just we just don't want to take off, take on so many that we can't help them. You know, and I mean, that's the thing that's concerning as well is getting too many athletes and not being able to give them what they need. Well, yeah, and especially right now, you're spreading yourself so thin. And I can't help but think, too, that as CrossFit becomes more competitive and the level of athletes just gets better and better, is that you have to really make this your full time job? And I know right, that you. Exactly I know right. that. I know that was a big piece of what really catapulted you into winning the games. Was that yep. you really made it your number one priority? And I think that's a really because I know Shelly, you and I talked last time about how I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I should do your programming. Maybe I should. And I think what scared me away just will not the time piece scared me away because I was like, oh crap, this is really like something that you have to incorporate into your life and how do you do that? And that overwhelmed me, just full disclosure of just like, how do I fit this into my life? But I also feel like if I'm gonna do something like that, like I really wanna be able to commit. And I think that's a really, that's a honorable question to A, ask yourself and B, answer honestly and just be like, we're doing this. And I feel like that's a really scary place to get to. Right, and and it's hard, um, you know, because it, it does, it's a huge sacrifice um, for your family um, because, you know, you're training a lot, you're, everything is focused on that, everything is geared toward that, um, you know, that those four days in, in Madison um, or California or wherever it's at, and it's a very selfish, at times I feel extremely selfish because I have to, you know, I've got to do this. Um, like, if I'm going to go and uh, do well, I... I have to take this time to do it. And, you know, I, to be able to look at it as a career path has been helpful. Um, cause I've been able, I've been able to, you know, um, get an income from, um, social media and an income from, um, you know, I have sponsors who help me. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to kind of balance the scales, um, uh, with, you know, hiring another teacher to take my place and then being able to get the social media engine going um, as an income um, stream has been huge. And, um, you know, just being able to do that and look at CrossFit as a way to, as a career, um, where before I really felt extremely guilty about taking the time to train. Now I look at it as like not going to work, but, you know, training for something beyond just going to the games, um, being able to build my brand so to speak. Yeah. So uh, looking at it in, in that genre um, has really helped tremendously um, for my for, for me mentally not to feel like I'm, um, you know, neglecting my family and things like that. I just tell them, look, this is like my job. This is, you know, um, I'm spending a lot of time. It actually helps me more with my work in Tumble Up for Kids as well. It enables me to be able to do my job because if I'm not in shape, I can't do Tumble Up for Kids. So it's almost like a double-edged sword. Right. But um, definitely um, definitely spending a lot of time training. And it, um, I think you're exactly right that uh, you're, you're going to see a lot of your master's athletes who most of them are gym owners. Um, you know, they're retired from their you know, previous jobs and they're just – focused on running their gym and um, going to the games and building their brand, whether it be their gym brand or their own, you know, athlete brand. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, I was 
honored to be at the um, at regionals uh, with Rip Fix and Wad and Dunn and the Chesty and they had me there and people were coming up and meeting me and taking pictures. I'm like, this is crazy. You know, being 52 years old and considered a professional athlete, an active, you know, being a professional athlete, it's just kind of cool. It's so you know? cool. So, and I love those pictures. Know? And by the way, how great is the chesty? We love Nicole. I love it. It's really great. Yeah. And, and she's awesome. Isn't she's she a amazing? wonderful person to uh, work with. She's and, such a um, cool chick. Yeah, she really is. She really is. And, uh, and that I wore it today for, cause I saw my workout cause I've had like some skin irritation, like some eczema, like from the barbell, I think the metal, I don't know. It just over the winter, my skin was just a mess. Winter dryness <laughs> it, gets you every time. Yes. Yeah. And so the, the, um, the chesty would kind of bother it. And it was funny cause the rip fix girl goes, well, just put rip fix on it. <laughs> Like, oh. I'm like, does that work for eczema? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, nobody told me. I'm going to have all this <laughs> ripfix laying around and I'm putting new serum on it and all this other stuff. So um, anyways, I wore the chesty today because I had a barbell complex and I, you know, I, I've always thought, oh, I don't care if I get bruises and I really don't, but it, it actually protects the skin. And um, I was impressed. I mean, I've worn it before, but like during Olympic lifting, um, where you know you're cleaning but don't, during a barbell complex during a wad it's you know it's intense and yeah, i just it gets, um, tears and you up yeah and you don't care you know you're not as careful as you are when you're doing olympic lifting where you're really focused on you know making sure that you get your hips through and you're shrugging and um, not pulling on the bar but i had a, it was power cleans and so of course i'm like you know pulling just throwing on the bar it with my arms <laughs> yeah just, that's yeah, my exactly. favorite thing about Rolling it, it up. Yeah, yeah is you just don't have to worry like you don't have to be afraid of the bar hurting when it lands on your shoulders or your collarbone it's like you can right. actually just move and not have to like anyway we love it no, we love Nicole yeah um, I, I agree okay so one last question before we wrap up so I know you know we're we're still barreling head toward head first towards the games do you nine um, weeks oh my god <laughs> but who's counting Shelly <laughs> yeah Sean Ramirez oh my I saw gosh. him on his social feed <laughs> I was like what yeah. nine weeks thanks Sean <laughs> oh my gosh um, I know <laughs> do you see yourself continuing to stay in this competitive place for the foreseeable future or do you are you already kind of starting to think about what's next well yeah already thinking about what's next I have a um a little belly button hernia that needs taken care of. And, um, I've had that even before I started CrossFit. So, um, and then, you know, you know, this is my fifth time back and mm -hmm. I've been CrossFitting pretty hard for like seven years. And my coach, um, thinks that maybe 53, 54, we just kind of focus on, um, just staying in shape, staying, you know, primed and ready, but not competing, um, just to kind of give my body a break. He's like, you know, you can't stay on top of the mountain forever. And, you know, the fact that you're, you're going into your seventh year and we've been very fortunate thus far uh, with injuries and issues. And um, I think he feels like, you know, it's exactly what Joy said. Things start breaking down, things start happening and you want to be able to um, avoid that if possible. And I, uh, my doctor fully agrees with my coach. He's actually so impressed that my coach is like, that's amazing that he, you know, is telling one of, if not his best athlete that, you know, she needs to take a little break and mm -hmm. rest a little bit and, um, heal, uh, because you don't realize all, all the stuff you do to your body, you know, you do beat it up pretty hard. And, um, I don't know what that's going to look like. I'm sure my coach will have the plan all Mitchell have it all planned out. So I'm not worried, uh, you know, come back when I'm 55 and see what happens. But, uh, you know, definitely 
need some time to rest and uh, and work on you know seminars and promoting master fit and uh, helping other people inspire other people to be the very best version of themselves and um, encourage other masters to not be afraid of CrossFit. So <laughs> <laughs> like I see you and you scare me and I'm like no like thank it's you. It's just exercise. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I don't even know how to. Used to be people would say like when I first started CrossFit they're like do you work out? I'm like yeah. And yes, you know clearly I do. And now they're just like oh, you know, they're very nice though a lot of times but they're like CrossFit scares me and I'm like well you know, I couldn't do a push-up or a pull-up when I started, and that pissed me off. So <laughs> I came back, and I wanted, you know, and they're like, I, I think this lady I talked to at Starbucks today, she saw my arm. She goes, I can do three push-ups. I'm like, you need to go down the street here to this gym with me. I said, because that's amazing. I could not do that when I was your age. So awesome. you need to get to CrossFit. She's like, I will. I'll do it. So that, you know, I just want people to realize that, um, you know, when you're you're not done yet. You're not. Get up. Get moving. Don't stop. We so. cannot wait to see you kick ass at the games. We're going to be watching you. Yeah. We're going to be there. That's the plan. We're going <laughs> to be there. Oh, my gosh. Yay. Yeah. We'll we can come be find in you. person. I know. Okay. That sounds great. Not like <laughs> social media in person either. We're going to actually meet in yeah, person. Real live human person. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be wonderful. I'm excited. I can't wait to meet you guys. Oh, you're going to do so amazing. You're going to win again, and we're just going to be celebrating there with you. We'll be there to celebrate. Yep. That will be wonderful. Yeah. That will be so wonderful. between now and then, it. between now and then, let's see, nine weeks, what is like something that you're just going to be focusing on? Is it just, I mean, by now you're fit, right? Like there's really not a right. ton more that you can do. Do you kind of start to taper off or like what's your plan? No, it will June and July will just be horrible. Oh, okay. They'll just be, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be long and shitty a lot. And I'll just have to, um, you know, I, it's going to be a lot of sleds, a lot of farm boy stuff. Um, basically, my mentality, mentality, mentality is to uh, give 212 effort, if that makes any sense. Um, water boils at 212. So instead of like working at a 211 intensity, I want to be just right where um, my effort is just the most effective. Not too much, um, but definitely uh, pushing it a little bit every time I train. So I'm getting a little bit better each day and um, continuing to get stronger, continuing to become mentally tough and prepared for, you know, the pain. Learn to not only, you know, when I, whenever my coach says dig deep, I tell myself, how deep can you dig? You know, how, how much pain can you handle? Because really that's what it comes down to. It's like, how long can I hang on and do these reps while I'm you know, an excruciating pain. <laughs> Sounds terrible, but it's the truth. <laughs> so. And that's the reality of the games right yeah, there. That's the reality yes, of CrossFit. That's really How much, much can you just hold off on the pain? Well, we'll be in touch with you, yeah. Shelly, and stay on the line. Listeners, you can find Shelly Eddington at ShellyEddington.com. That's where you can find all the information if you want to look into MasterFit. And then your Instagram is Shelly underscore Eddington, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And yes. it's Shelly with an IE. Yes, in Eddington with one D. <laughs> one D. I-E with one D. Yeah. All right. Thanks again, Shelly. We'll be in touch. And listeners, uh, you can support the podcast by going to Girls Gone Wild Support and finding all of our products there, supporting the podcast. And we will talk to you soon, Shelly. Thanks for listening, listeners. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.